Welcome to Behind the Music, brought to you by the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra. Join us as we go behind the scenes with our talented musicians and guests to speak candidly about their musical journey and reveal interesting snippets about upcoming concerts. And now, here's your host, the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra music director and conductor, Fuad Fakuri. Welcome to this episode of Behind the Music. I'm your host, Fuad Fakuri. We are here today to talk about our upcoming concert with our guest artist, Darla Diltz, who will be performing with the WFSO on December 10th at Memorial Auditorium. Darla Diltz is a vocalist who has performed in countless operas and is the founder and executive director of the Red River Lyric Opera. It is wonderful to have her here as our guest for our hometown holiday. Darla, thank you for joining us today. Great to have you here. So we'll just get right get get right into it. Um, you are originally from Wichita Falls. You're a Wichita Falls native. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your bio- biographical background, your time growing up here uh, in Wichita Falls? Yeah, both of my parents are from the area and also attended Midwestern. My mother actually got her master's degree in voice at Midwestern, which is special. Um, but I did grow up here, and I literally grew up on campus at Midwestern. There's a a small house next to the lake that's now the alumni building. Mm -hmm. And at the time, my father was the facilities director on campus. And so my first like 10 years of life were literally on campus. Oh, that's terrific. You know, I I go down there. I typically stay at the hotel Mm -hmm. by the the lake and I run around that uh, track. So I probably see the house all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, really surreal to walk by it now on my path in the morning as well. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) So after you went to, obviously, you went to Midwestern State University, mm-hmm. and after you graduated, you left to continue your schooling and spent a significant time working and performing in New York City. Can you tell us a little bit about your time and experience in the city? Yeah, you know, along the way, um, I did a lot of graduate school in Tennessee and Kentucky, so I had quite a lot of great experiences in the Southeast on my way to New York, which really paved the way mm-hmm. to get there. In fact, I originally only moved to New York for a few months to work on my dissertation, And it just uh, ended up being 15 years. So it was a really happy accident. I found a random place in Soho to live um, and um, just kind of fell into a lot of really cool opportunities. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, that's wonderful. I mean, you know, the city is just a terrific place to be. Um, This this year you've joined uh, MSU uh, Texas, the faculty of MSU Texas, and obviously, congratulations. It's wonderful to have you here as part of the part of the team at the university. You have taken the position of your former professor, Dr. Don Maxwell, who retired recently. Uh, this is just an interesting question for me to just get a sense from you what what your thoughts are. What is it what has it been like to go back to the school where you went as a student and take over the position of your teacher? And how has that been, you know, once you've taken that and uh, taken it upon you? It's been really wild. Yeah. I, not in my, well, wildest imagination did I think that that would ever happen. I joked for years, like, I, that, you know, the only reason thing that would get me back to Texas is Dr. Maxwell's job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I say that to his face because I've literally known him from birth. He yeah. was my mother's teacher. He's been every, he's the guru of Wichita County. And actually a lot of people in the region over the decades have traveled to work with him. Yeah. He's very well known. And um, it actually means quite a lot to me to, to assume that position. And um, 
still, you know, I'm his neighbor now. <laughs> so, you know, I can bend his ear anytime, which is really quite a luxury. Um, but it's been really special because, you know, I didn't even initially start at Midwestern. Mm-hmm. I went to, I went to Austin and went to college first, like a lot of students in the region, I think, follow scholarships and mm-hmm. money. But when I ended up transferring back to Midwestern, it ended up being probably one of the better choices I made in my life because of the attention that I got here. Um, Dr. Dr. Morrow also was quite a huge component in that. Yeah. She was quite a mentor to me and why I placed out of music history in grad school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she loves that story. Yeah. Um, but it's a, definitely an interesting perspective to have come full circle back and to hopefully provide some perspective to young, eager students yeah. about what is actually possible. Yeah. I'm not sure I really realized that whenever I was 18, yeah. what I could really do, listening to uh, Pavarotti and Franey on a Bohem recording seemed um, unreal yeah. and inaccessible in a way. Yeah, that's a great recording, by the way. Yeah, that's, 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 it's, it's, like, it's my favorite. That, yeah. It's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's interesting that you, you sort of touch upon that because I, I mean, you know, I did my schooling and then about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I had the opportunity to go back home to Lebanon and guest conduct the orchestra. And there's something very, especially if you if you come from a place and then you leave it and you do a lot of work and you, you know, improve yourself and go elsewhere to come back and give, almost give back, there's something very gratifying. You first, mm-hmm. first of all, you feel like, you know what, I'm back home and, and I'm going to give back to the people that gave me so much and to the region. So that's really has to be a great fulfilling feeling. Yeah, it really is, but it also um, comes with a lot of responsibility. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure. Um, so we, you know, we'll talk about the concert. You know. We, yeah. So we are very excited to have you performing uh, with us during this holiday uh, concert of ours, and you're doing two pieces: Ave Maria, uh, Gounod's Ave Maria, and uh, Christmas Medley. Um, this will be at obviously at the holiday concert. Can you tell us? Tell our listeners a little bit about the process for preparing to solo with a full orchestra and your experience as you were growing up listening to, and I, I'm sure you've sang with the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra before. Yeah, actually, I grew up going to the symphony. I have great memories of Dr. Maxwell, my mother, Nancy and Billy Brasfield, so many um, uh, vocal luminaries in the in the area that have um sung over the years and always thought it was a wonderful opportunity. Mm-hmm. And even as a college student, we participated quite often with guest soloists and sang in the choir. And I remember that being very exciting. Yeah. And so it's exciting for me to also see my students have that opportunity this year. Thank you for that. Absolutely. That's wonderful to have all these collaborations. Yeah. Um, but also I, I love the opportunity to go through this and have my students kind of be a part of it right. a little bit and talk to them about my process. And I'm actually going to practice with them a little bit. Um, just actually a little bit of an exercise in vulnerability yeah. for me. <laughs> to So to kind of teach them how to practice. Right, yeah. Because you get into something like the Ave Maria Gounod, and you kind of have to be prepared for whatever tempo is going to happen, right. you know? Thank you. That's a nice hint there. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I, mean, I think it's negotiable. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, what if? What if it's not? Right. You best yeah. to be prepared. Right, absolutely. And, you know, you're right. I mean... Including them in the process is a great learning experience yeah. for them, right? Uh, sometimes I wish I, you know, like you were saying about college, I wish some of my professors taught me a little bit more than just what was in that room. Yeah. Know, about the broader world of music, whether it's the business side of music, whether it's how do you perform on stage with others, et cetera. Yeah. You know. 
I think ultimately um, we know the nuts and bolts of what they need right. for a degree for academia, but I would also love for them to leave and go into the world as fully developed artists who are also um, empowered to be their own CEO. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, they have to start from day one feeling that way. Right. I'm not sure I did as an undergrad, um, you know, because you know the bubble of, mm-hmm. you know, being, you know, classical music and practicing and all the, right. the certain things we have to do. But the world has changed world quite has a lot. Changed, yeah. And yeah. so we have to prepare them in a different way. Yeah. Um, you know, I could talk about that all day yeah. because that's a, really something that's very uh, near and dear to me, the idea of the world changing. And when I went to college, it was just, you know, you, for, you followed a path and then went and found a job. Today, you have to be your own marketer, mm-hmm. your own everything. And, yeah. and you have to learn it from day one because if you don't, it's too late already. You know? Right. It's just not good enough just to be a great musician. You have to also have other capabilities. Yeah. So since you've been living in New York for a while, what is something you were very, very excited about? excited to come back to to Wichita Falls anything you know whether music anything else uh well actually there's a great music scene in Wichita Falls uh, and, and just regionally I also happen to be um a not classical music hobbyist like my only hobbies are music outside of classical music yeah. so it's been kind of fun to come back and be able to go into the region and hear some you know old country and okay. things like that and all my family's here so um it's very luxurious to get to be Aunt Dee Dee yeah. <laughs> That's great. And one last question: Do you get to go back to the city? Are you? Did you give up your place, or are you still? Um, I did. I really uh, grappled with giving oh, up sure. my place because it was a block off Central Park. Um, that's really the only way I survived the pandemic, honestly, because yeah. <laughs> I was just right there by myself in my apartment, walking aimlessly around Central Park for about a year and a half. <laughs> like literally, that's right. pretty much all that happened. That and teaching my students right. <laughs> daily. Right. Um, but no, I let it go. Um, I really did envision that mm-hmm. I would have gone back by now since leaving at the end of June, but I have been really busy. Yeah, I'm sure. So I'm looking forward to it. Sure. I have big plans, um, but you know, they're keeping me really busy here. I don't know. I guess I thought it was going to be like, you know, there's no time off. No, there's no time off. And that's good. <laughs> Which I'm I glad. love. That's I love. Good. Don't give me any free time. Yeah. Good. It's great. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us today, Darla. It was a pleasure to speak with you. And we are very, very much looking forward to an exciting concert. Join us in uh, join us in Memorial Auditorium on December 10th for a festive concert that includes Darla Diltz's performance of Ave Maria and Christmas Medley, along with the Christmas sing-along and selections from the Nutcracker. Tickets are available now by calling the WFSO office. Also, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you can get new episodes as soon as they are released. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Music, hosted by Fouad Fakouri of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra. To check out more information about upcoming concerts and to purchase concert tickets, visit our website at www.wfso.org. That's wfso.org. If you have enjoyed the show, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time.